What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. The Fraudcast is a diverse podcast dedicated to diverse views. As such, we attract a large variety of listeners and guests. The views and opinions expressed by the guests do not necessarily reflect the views and opinions of the podcast or its hosts. Any content provided is of their own opinion and not intended to malign any person, group, or organization. Appearance on the broadcast does not represent endorsement or acceptance of their views, either explicitly or implicitly. Listen responsibly. You look amazeballs. Oh my God, I have so many questions for you. And I'm so glad that you're here because I am just, I, oh my God. Oh my God. Okay. (laughs) And I apologize that I was late because my um, stepdaughter had her birthday party tonight with all of her friends and they were doing an escape room. Now she's turning 14. So all of her friends are, they're all eighth graders. And uh, the escape room people are like, we just set up this new room that we're going to be doing at a middle school that's going to incorporate some stuff, but I need beta testers for it. Would you guys be interested in doing these extra rooms? And it was based on like the seventh grade standardized testing. And so they were like the perfect focus group for it. (laughs) So they had to do that. So that's why I was late. So. I apologize. Nice. A bunch of eighth graders yeah, no. are very, very happy. <laughs> <laughs> In any case, welcome to the broadcast. Tonight we have with us Miss Pamela Jean Miller. Who, Thank you. Yes. And we're very excited because she has done two, two, right? Yeah. Two um charters with on below deck regular below deck and med and we have so many questions for her we're just going to jump into it yeah so i'm ready yeah ready. let's do it okay well let's start chronologically so we'll start with your first cruise right so you went on so this was season three yes and it was episode was it i i, I we've been oh. watching so much below deck yeah but we had it it was, it was episode three i think I yeah, think episode three. Oh yeah, it's, it's pretty early because we have Chef Leon, but I could not tell you off the. No, top of it one. wasn't. You didn't have Chef Leon. That was yeah, the day he was gone. He no, left. We had that. Chef Leon. Yeah, yeah, oh. it was because they had Rocky. Uh huh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but oh. it was when he had left because they just flashed back, right? Because I'm my episode. Okay. Episode because is, uh, they okay. So I was watching the med season one, your episode on med season, and they were flashing back to your first one. And they were showing the scene where Rocky was putting the grenadine on the oysters. That's because my husband was on that episode. Oh, oh, okay. So this is what I'm really excited about. So (laughs) which I saw, I've been binging below deck for like a week straight. It's really, it's not healthy. It's It's been more than a week straight for me. It's been really unhealthy. Okay. So your first charter 
you were on episode three and and we called it the tap out guys so yeah. maybe you can be a little bit more <laughs> detailed on who are these people what you were not the primary on this charter mm-hmm. but tell us how that came about who are you know your friends and how you ended up on below deck the first time yeah so um i modeled back in the day when I was like 20 for tap out, um, like 20 to 22 for tap out. So, um, they were technically my bosses and I found out maybe possibly a week before I got a call saying, you know, like we're doing below deck, we have a space for one extra person and we're trying to figure out who would get along with us, but more importantly, our wives (laughs) and we thought of you. So, um, yeah, so I got the call and it was one of those things where I still had to technically like submit stuff for casting to approve me to go on with them. Um, but you know, it was one of those things where they're like, so do you have anything next week? And I'm like looking at my calendar that's full. No, I'm completely <laughs> free. Yeah, I can do that. Um, so yeah, so it was super last minute. I lucked out because my house had gotten broken into a week prior. So if my passport was stolen, there would have been no way that I would have been able to go. So I'm very fortunate in that aspect that they didn't steal my passport. Wow. Um, But yeah, went on with them and their wives and, and then got off the boat and met my husband. Yeah. Well, okay. We have to get to that because you and your (laughs) now husband weren't married at the time went on the med season and that was the celebration so so we're we need to back up though before that <laughs> happens because that you were getting off the boat when you met him right mm-hmm. so um well first off who needs like the bachelor or any of those love is blind when you've got below deck you can meet your husband who knew yeah. and you know what's funny is okay so this is the second podcast i've ever been on talking about it which i always think it's funny because i think like this is such a not saying because it's me but even in general if it was anybody it's a fantastic it's story. Such a cool story yeah. so the this second time i talked about it the first time was two days ago literally two days ago on brandy glanville's podcast oh wow brandy. That, this story has never been told because it seems like nobody's interested in it at all especially not bravo and i just think it's so funny because i'm like you guys would pay to film something like this yet here we are okay well <laughs> before then we get into all the 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 the, cool, the behind the scenes and the other nitpicky stuff that we want to know about all of the details on the ship let's let's hear the story why don't you tell the story you were getting off the ship and suddenly cupid arrives i i don't know so so i'll give a little bit behind the scenes that obviously i didn't know at the time but like have come to find out but uh apparently my husband now was trying to figure out who was on the boat because obviously he's going on but he wants to know who's on the boat so he apparently paddleboarded like to try to figure out who was on this boat well we were filming aerial shots for them to do like you know what you see when they're doing you know uh like cutaway shots of like the boat sitting in the water or coming in and different things like that so we would come into port and then we would go out and then like a helicopter would land on the boat and then we would come in and then go out so we must have done this like five or six times which they told us ahead of time like you're going to be on here for a little bit longer than normal because we need to get these shots. 
Um, so I guess he had paddleboarded for like three hours <laughs> trying to figure out who was on this boat. And after we were just not basically getting off, he was like, screw this. I'm not going to do this anymore. Um, and then we were finally getting off. And I think he saw, I don't know, obviously the ins and outs of all this, but he think, I think he saw. And so he, there's only one resort on the island we were on. One resort. What one island pool. were you on? Um, Abacos on the okay. Bahamas. Okay. So one pool, one pool bar. So he basically went around the resort to make sure that he could walk by us as we were walking this way to see who was on the boat. And he said, I hope you got the boat warmed up for us as he walked <laughs> he was out. He was a part of the next charter group that was coming and on. The next charter group. Yeah. So he said that, walked by. Um, and like, so once again, little did I know, we went to the pool bar. There's only one. Um, little did I know, he walked by us, grabbed his group and was like, we're going wherever they're going. And <laughs> so sat across from us at the pool bar. And, you know, we kind of like did the eye thing for like probably 30 minutes. And then finally, the whole group came around to talk to us. But what's really funny about the story is I like I was attracted to him like immediately. So, so he introduced his group. And I always give him stuff for this because the way he introduced his group, his dad's girlfriend, he said something along the lines of the girlfriend or something like that, where I thought it was his girlfriend. And I literally just turned around at the full bar because I was like, well, you're not single. This conversation is pointless. <laughs> well, um, she looks young. I mean, she does look really young. I don't know how old you're like, I'm not, there's no reason for me to talk to you anymore. So, uh, <laughs> and then I, I don't know if he must have he obviously was like, well, she's not interested. But then I heard something else like 15, 20 minutes later that related to his dad. And I turned back around and I said, like, hold on. Like, I don't know how I made him specify, but he's like, oh, that's my dad's girlfriend. And I was like, hello. Oh, well, hello there. <laughs> how are you doing today? Let's catch the conversation back up. Well, am I allowed to say that your husband's pretty hot? Yeah, right. I mean, I think my husband's pretty I mean, honest. I don't I, I don't want you to like get mad at me, but you know, he's, he's an attractive man. Well, thank you. I appreciate okay. that. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, so we talked. Um, we split up for like an hour or two where like each his group, my group, we had dinner, went back, met back up at the pool bar, the one pool bar. Um, and we must have talked until one or two in the morning. And then the next day was Valentine's day, which was my day to fly out his day to, um, basically get going on the boat. And he came and met me and like said goodbye. He actually asked me to stay and go on his charter. And my group was like, you were not doing that. You were coming home that you came with us. You're coming home with us. Um, so he filmed his episode Flew back to Indiana, where he's from, packed his bags and flew up to California to see me the moment he was done. Filming. Wow. Oh gosh. Wow. And, and, and that's it. It was game over from there. Yeah. So we spent that weekend together. It was like three days. He met my parents that weekend. Um, the next weekend, we met each other in Chicago because he had work out there. The next weekend, we met in Vegas because he had something out there. And then he was gone on some international trips for a month. And we talked the whole time. And then he packed his bags, 
and moved to California and we've lived together ever since. So I always tell people, I'm like, I could have dated a serial killer for all I know, because we literally saw each other in person seven days and have lived together ever since. So it's either a fairy tale story or I could have been murdered. There was no in between. No, that (laughs) is fantastic. So refreshing. I love (laughs) it. Safe to say that it's been a fairy tale and not a serial killer. Yeah. Um, I mean, I guess I guess there's still time, but (laughs) (laughs) you know. Um, that is such a great story. And and where did he live in L you were living in LA? Did he where did he live at the time? He lived in Indiana. So he literally moved across the country. Like literally when everybody says, you know, where are you from? He says Indiana, and he's like, So what brought you to California? And he's like, This one. This is This is what brought me to California. And you just moved. Are you still in California or? We're in California for like one more week. We're like, I'm on a a mattress right now. There's no more bed. (laughs) So we have like one more week and then we're going to be in Arizona. Okay. Okay. Where in Arizona? Do you? Phoenix. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Nice. Nice. Um, That is such a great story. And and I love it. I mean, too, because you just never know, right? Like you just never know when you're going to meet the person that's going to end up being, being that person for you. And then we see you guys together later on the med season. Um, which I watched that episode today because I, I, did too. I yeah. like to go chronologically in order when I watch anything. But of course, like we were interviewing, I'm like, I have to watch her episode. Yeah. Skip it, I'm like, I have no idea who any of these people are. <laughs> then I see Ben. I'm like, yes, I love Ben. I have kind of a crush on him. Yes. Um, <laughs> and I was like, then we were talking about in our last episode, Katrina, espresso martinis. And so it was really funny that when I watched this episode, I was like, oh, oh yeah, he's showing yes. me how to make. <laughs> yes. And then there's just so much and so much. But OK, let's start going back. Yeah, thinking, I'm sorry. My mind is just. Oh, I want to start chronologically because let's go back yeah. to. So season three was the Leon season. So we had Leon as the as as the chef and we had Kate as the chief stew. And was Eddie the bosun on that one? Yes. Eddie was still there. Okay. <laughs> so th- that season was actually one of my like dream team crews. Like I liked, I liked every I liked the way everybody interacted with each other. Um, you guys come on and you get Leon. Okay, so what what is your like impression of the boat? Like what how tell me, tell me, like talk me through your experience going on the boat. Yeah. So, I mean, I was super nervous because I've done acting, but, and I've done before this, I had done one reality show, but it was kind of scripted. So it wasn't like you didn't know what was going to happen. Like I literally played somebody's girlfriend who I was like, never met in their, my entire life. So like, I knew kind of what was going on, but like this, you literally sign a contract, like they can do whatever they want because it's a reality show, you know, and they want ratings. And so there's part of you that's like, am I going to be like made to be this like villain or like, you know, you just you don't, don't know, know what the edit. Yeah. You you like my, my thoughts of like signing the contract was like, they're going to splice my words together and put it to the back of my head to make me say something I've, I didn't do, you know, like that's like the things that like run through your head as you're like, getting ready for this. So I and um, Damon's wife, Laura, who's on the first season, we were like shaking as they were like putting mics on. Cause I think both of us were like, we don't want to do this anymore. Like, what did we get ourselves into? Um, But I think after the first 
day or night, I guess, whatever you want to put it, it, you, you calm down a little bit. And it honestly, like, I know now why reality TV people, it's like, they just seem so normal because you kind of forget that you're being filmed. And there's like a mic person right next to you the entire time. Like you just, I think after the first 24 hours, it becomes something so normal that you just don't even think about it. Did they tell you in advance, like what to expect or what did they tell you if anything in advance? So they, you're like, you're going on a normal charter, but it's not normal. You know, you're being filmed. Yeah. So you have like with the casting process, um, or at least I did, I'm assuming everybody else did too, where you film, fill out like certain wants, um, food preferences, things like that. And that's kind of um, I'm assuming what you're thinking you're expecting because you're filling that out. Um, but, but besides that, they don't tell you much, I think, because they want you to feel it out for yourselves. You have to figure it's like they want initial reactions. If they tell you you're going to walk on and get this, this and this, then they're not going to get the actual reaction out of everybody. So they were pretty like hands off besides, you know, if they needed something specific for filming. So for example, you kind of see like when people walk on and then they're like standing like this and then the crew is standing across from them. Well, they're telling us to stand like that, but they're not telling you what to do. You know, they just need that for like filming purposes. Okay. Um, So I think honestly, besides the standing thing when we first got on and then telling you how kind of to stand or something like that with getting off in the tip. I, they were very much not getting involved in the filming. You mentioned the tip right there. I have always assumed that that big production of handing the envelope and well, there was a few things that needed to be worked on. I always assumed that was a producer, like we're requiring you to do that. It doesn't strike me as something that would normally happen on a high end charter yacht. Well, you so, do tip on high-end charter yachts, but right. it's not, it's most of the time the people you're, you're knowing what to expect. Like if you're renting out a $150,000 charter yacht, you know, you're paying, you know, 30, 40,000. Like it's not a question of it where I feel like this, they, um, they give you guidelines because they're not going to have somebody come on and then be like, here's $5,000. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Um, So they don't tell you what to tip at all. It's just more of a guideline because they, they obviously, once again, it's a show and it has to be realistic. So if you couldn't pay that amount of tip on a regular yacht, they're not going to let you pay it here. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So they, so it's, it's like, (laughs) (laughs) they know the um i mean the differences between this this kind of charter versus like a normal one that's not filmed for for below deck it sounds like you know that you've clearly been on them before and things um were there a lot of other differences other than you know a camera crew but can you talk a little bit about the differences between maybe a non-film shot honestly they make it exactly like how it would be you know you have you have your crew and um preferences and I the only difference is there that we had in our first episode is if you 
have a concern about something going on, then they want you to voice that concern. So the okay. only time producers ever stepped in with us once was we were upset with the dinner or not upset. We didn't think it was like incredible. Um, and so the producers obviously can hear everything that you're saying with the mics and they kind of came up and was like, if you're upset, we really think that you should ask to speak to the chef. well yeah of course but also it's true if you think about it like they don't want you to sit here and be you're hating your meal and then you're you know just sitting here quiet about it um so that was the only time that producers ever told us anything oh okay that's really good that's I love hearing that I really really love hearing that um you know, we like to think Below Deck is a little more real. Now, I come from originally, my coverage was in the 90 Day Fiance. Oh, I love that show. Like, my gosh. Like, I, that's where Lauren and I are friends now on Instagram, just from talking on Instagram. And I, like, adore her. Like, Wait, I literally love awesome. her to say I adore her. And now we just talk all the time because we're both moms. Oh. <laughs> Um, there's a huge difference though, from TLC to Bravo. And like, I've loved TLC shows forever, but I haven't watched Bravo shows. I don't know why. And now that I'm into below deck, I'm like, forget TLC. No, I was on a single life. I don't even care. Like, I just want to. And then Scandal happened and everybody watches Bravo now. Oh yeah. Yeah. I used to watch Vanderpump Rules and, um, I haven't watched like the new iterations and I'm not sure how I feel about them because I liked so much the original people mm-hmm. and, and they've got this new pe- I don't know, but funny story. So I went to, um, I went to rehab in LA, you know, as one does. And <laughs> this one place where I went to AA meetings all the time is like across the street from sir. So like, and then there's like a parking lot next to Sir, like in the back of Sir, and and sometimes our our druggy buggy would park there because that's what, that's what we called it, the big white van, the 15 passenger van that would take us to the yeah. AA meeting from our house up in the hills. <laughs> um, but yeah, like in in some of these early early episodes of Vanderpump Rules, there's like a white druggy buggy in the parking lot, like when they're sitting in the back smoking you know yeah. in the back and stuff you can sometimes see our druggy buggy there because yeah so because there's well, a you place both called... are from california i am from california yeah, yeah. i'm from northern, northern california but oh, okay and then i went to school in san diego and i spent i've spent a lot of time in la my my family i have family there and stuff so california is home to me but anyway let's get back to the boat because there's so much so the first meal so you have Leon cooking. Now tell me about your first meal because the Leon storyline is such a huge storyline in that first part of the season. Um, and you guys were like, I remember watching it and going, oh, it was this episode. <laughs> the broadcast will be right back. Hey, broadcasters. I'm here to talk about Factor Meals again. Yes, I love my Factor Meals. That's factormeals.com slash broadcast 50. Get started on your resolutions with Factor so you are ready for the new year. Factor's ready-to-eat meal delivery takes the stress out of meal planning and sets you up for success in the new year. Skip the grocery stores, the prep work, the cooking fatigue, all of that nonsense. Instead, get chef-crafted, dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door with over 35 meals to choose from per week, including options like keto, calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and so much more. You'll have a ton of nutritious and flavorful options to kickstart your resolutions. 
Not only does Factor offer fast, simple solutions for when I'm too busy to cook and frankly just don't want to cook, they also help me stay on top of my goals. With their offerings like Protein Plus and Keto, I can stay on track. This is definitely going to come in handy for my New Year goals and they can help you too. Factor has everything I need for a week of flavorful, completely nutritious eats. In addition to the ready-to-eat meals, they have cold-pressed juices, smoothies, energy bites, extra protein, which is what I love, veggie sides, and way more to keep me energized during this kind of a frantic time. Head to factormeals.com slash broadcast50 and use code broadcast50 to get 50% off. That's code broadcast50 at factormeals.com slash broadcast50 to get 50% off. Hey, fraudcasters. You know, I used to find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. They were the first thing to take off when I got home. But Skims has changed all that. You guys know I love my Skims Fits Everybody t-shirt bras. I own them in just about every shade now. I wear them every single day when I leave the house. And they are completely worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I was not expecting from them was how comfortable they are. Even the underwire bras that I wear all day, I barely even notice. Definitely not the first thing I take off when I come home anymore. Y'all, I'm a 36 double D and I've had a reduction and I've gone up and down and lost weight and gained weight and all the things. And the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra, I swear, fits me the best. I finally found a t-shirt bra that I can wear. But not only that, it is the best bra that I own. It holds the girls in so well. And let me just say, Hetero Life Mate really appreciates these bras too. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com. Now available in 62 sizes from a 30A to a 46H. Plus, get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, please be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show, The Fraudcast, in the drop-down menu that follows. And now, back to The Fraudcast. Dinner and Leon. What did he serve you? Okay, you sit down for dinner. Tell me everything. Everything. I don't remember like that meal, like off the top of my head, besides, I think it was lamb or beef cheeks. Cause that's of all course, beef cheeks, of, of course, course beef cheeks. Um, and so I, I can't speak for everybody else, but for me, I was thinking, I literally wrote you my meal plan <laughs> because I was at that point like three weeks away from competing in a bodybuilding competition. Oh, you're you like strict, strict, very strict. I in, your cut. in the beginning, I said like, you know, I don't obviously once again, I don't remember, but I know there's a specific scene of me saying like, I eat very healthy. I, you know, Amy, I didn't even ask me what, it, what do you normally eat? And I'm like, chicken, asparagus, no oils, like this, that, that. And so when they sat down the meal, I was just thinking, this is nothing that's on my plan <laughs> and like mm. going to kill me. <laughs> so, um, and, but once again, I'm not the, I'm not the main charter person. So right. it's not my thing to be voicing every single concern and saying, you know, this is like, I, I, I also think because it is a reality show, there was a part of me that was like, I'm not going to be the one to say something. You're out of your mind. You guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so that was the big thing. My Laura, who is Damon's wife, I remember her saying like, I don't want to eat this. And um, 
Dan and Ildiko were very like this. I, I don't care for this. That's not what I want. So obviously they were the ones that said something um, to him in the end. But uh, I remember Laura and I was like, this is why we're, we get along. Laura is she was like, I would be really good with just like a chicken quesadilla. <laughs> it shows you like how much like she did not want to eat this, you know, Um so yeah, I don't, the, besides that, I don't really remember much. I just remember every meal that was sat in front of us. I was like, you did not read, you know, you, you literally got my papers and you threw them in the trash because you didn't care what I said I could have. And I think I even messaged my coach at one point and I was like, look, I am not eating what I'm supposed to be eating. So we're going to figure this out when I get back. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they bring Leon out, right? this was the meal they bring him out yeah you'd met leon and seen him other times does he have the same the same sort of persona in person that you see yeah this yeah aggressively arrogant well and here's the thing i i think if you're that good of a chef you if you don't know something you should ask right so like one of the things and this wasn't even just me Dan and Damon and I think actually all the all the men were they knew that I was on this Laura had said because I was on it she wanted to eat that with me so I think she when we did that talk with Leon and me in the galley I think she had even said I'll eat what she's eating because it was kind of like one of those things like I'll get fit more fit because I'm eating right um and all the guys had even said well we want protein shakes like whether it's a snack I don't remember if it's breakfast but we want protein shakes and he got like the boost geriatric boost containers not even like a good protein powder no ask somebody like what protein is there a certain protein you prefer do you need whey do you need and I know that not everybody knows these things but if you don't know (laughs) then it just makes sense to me that you would ask and like with with what I'm on I have to count or I don't do this anymore at all but like when I was on it you have to count like every carb because you look a certain way on stage and you only have so much time to do it and I just remember being like I'm not placing this competition like literally as we're on the boat I'm like it's not gonna happen (laughs) like this is literally setting me back and I'm just gonna have to deal with it (laughs) the protein shake thing blew me away because yeah I drink protein shakes every day and I do a lot of research on them. I kind of consider myself a gym rat, but nowhere in the frame of reference of like what you were doing. Right. But I'm kind of particular about that. Right. I take my, my protein shake and I have my, my amino acid supplements that I add to it and, and, you know, whatever. And the other stuff for my gut health, I get very particular about it. And, you know, and, and, and I feel like that's one of those things where like a boost protein shake for old people who are diabetic is not going to give me what I need. Now, I guess I would have to bring my own, but you shouldn't have to do that on a luxury yacht, right? Yeah. And it should be one of those things where you, and I'm sure once again, they're not given everything. Like I'm sure he's not getting our information. The the week before we get on but at the same time I would have rather him say I tried to find you protein on this island 
Mm-hmm. But this is what I found. If he would have said something like that, I'd be like, makes more sense. Right. But the fact that he was just like, oh yeah, I got this. This is, yeah, I got you protein. It was on your thing. I got this. And we were like, uh. That's not going to oh. cut it. No. Yeah. Like, what is that? Like, what? At the very least, like, you know, the first sentence out of his mouth when he met you guys was, hey, you guys like protein shakes is there a specific kind of protein powder what cut you know what do you like in it like i feel like ben right. would have done that and yeah. then you know you literally but, have these perfectly fit in shape bodybuilders coming on board you literal bodybuilders so one, right like literally that's like number one is <laughs> what are they eating right like and i think the other like misconception is i feel like there's two kinds of people that go on below deck like i think there are those people who go on because they want to show off and they want to be over the top to like kind of get screen time and like Dan and Damon they're not like that like let's be honest like I'm sure not everybody in the world knows who tap out is but the people who know who tap out is know that they're a big deal like in that that realm Mm -hmm. so they've done so much tv and interviews and everything like that so for them this was just like a fun thing that they got to do and be offered and so I almost feel like Leon was trying to like put on the show but Dan and Damon are so humble that it it didn't impress them because they've been around like huge names in Mm -hmm. industry after like they're it's not just mma like they've been done all right. these extensive things been in movies all kinds of stuff so i think to them that we just wanted to feel normal and i feel like besides we've i think i liked season three better than mediterranean because the crew talked to us like we were normal and it wasn't like you're the staff we're the guests. Mm-hmm. You need to bow at our feet. Like it wasn't anything like that. It felt like I could sit at the bar and talk to Kate and we were friends. It just so happened that she was serving me a drink. Well, well we that's what doing. I was going to ask about Kate. Cause I love, I love Kate. I love, I love Kate. her and all the scenes. She's no bullshit. She just gets to the point. And she's also very good at interacting with the guests. And I absolutely loved watching her. Um, how was your relationship with her? Is she just as cool in real life as she is, uh, as we see on TV? Completely. So she's, I think she's that like, so the way I like to put it is I think if you are kind of an a-hole, then below deck is going to portray you as kind of an a-hole, you know, <laughs> and if you are a nice person, then you're going to be trade, be portrayed as a nice person. And I feel like, you know, who we were in person is what they portrayed and so I think they very much obviously played on to the cast drama during that time because it's yeah. not like tons of drama which is fine with me yeah <laughs> I was yeah. gonna say I remember watching it and going you didn't get a, like a, very much screen time at all during that episode it, it it was very very Leon drama all of the cast story based and Rocky and Eddie too I was Rocky in real life tell Thanks. us Tell us so, everything. We, um, Tell so us I know about really, the crew. Yeah. So I don't really keep in touch with her, I guess you could say. So, um, <laughs> Amy, Joe, am I going mind blank on yeah, me? No, Amy, Joe. Yeah. Um, so she, I have her on Facebook. Um, Kate, I have on Facebook. We don't, Kate and I don't, I mean, not Kate's still like a 
big celebrity in the Bravo world. So we don't like talk all the time, but Amy's messaged me plenty of times. Um, and I have Tiffany from below deck med, mm-hmm. um, but Rocky, we had a premiere for the episode that my husband was in. Well, his dad, his dad did it. Um, and Rocky came to the premiere. Oh, did she? And she was just as, just as she is on the show. Like that's Rocky to a T. Um, it's not like I don't get along with her. Like, I think she's nice. And I think that she's, uh, you know, a good person at heart, but I think I am a very low key energy Um, so I can only do high key energy for so many hours because I'm just not like, I always like to tell people, like, I'm not a cheerleader. Like I'm not that type of person. Like, so I was reading an article on you and I, you said you were an introvert in one of your interviews. Completely. I've gotten better over the past (laughs) like two, three years, but I, when my husband first met me, even though I've done like acting and all these different things, if we went to a party, I would be that person that would hang out in the corner until I was introduced to somebody. Like I am, not, I was never that person that's going to be like, hi, I'm Pamela. Nice to meet you. Tell me all about your life. Like that's just not who I am. So I've definitely gotten better, but um, yeah, I just, I'm, that's, that's not me. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Like the cast, um, the cast drama, like, I guess I want to know, like, um, people were saying like Rocky turned a certain way when the, when the cameras came on, like when she was around the cameras, like she turned on an energy. I mean, what I saw at the premiere, she was the exact same, unless once again, she was turning it on because she was in front of us all. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I didn't see that. And same thing with Kate. Like, I feel like I'm not, I'm not exactly like Kate by any means, but I think we got along because I can respect the, like, I'm here to work mm-hmm. and I'm going to get my job done. And if you don't get your job done, then I'm going to have an attitude with you. Cause I feel like that's like, even in school, it was like, I don't want to do group projects. Cause I don't want to depend on this person. Like right. that was always my attitude. I was like, I'd rather do it myself. Cause it's going to be done right. You know, that was my <laughs> attitude. Yes. Yes. growing up at school so I I think her and I got along because of that and Amy's just like sweet like she's just mm-hmm. this thing you'll ever meet so we got along um and then all the guys on the boat thought Eddie had a crush on me so <laughs> well you know Eddie Eddie is local to me and kind of Katrina yeah, yeah. or Maryland's mm-hmm. yeah he's sliding to his DMs too like, right right in that inner harbor right there yeah uh, <laughs> Um, is Kate as good at her job as, as she's portrayed? Completely. Just made that charter amazing. Yeah. I think there was nothing that we, I think after we got off the boat, we said we should have requested to do more, but that was on us. Like we didn't do more, but, but like everything that was on the boat, like there was nothing I could point out to be like, Kate should have done this better. And like, I thought that they worked their butts off to, you know, and obviously then you see the stuff behind the scenes that you have no clue what's going on. And you're like, they really worked their butts off because, you know, she's coming out to us having an amazing attitude, then going back to fight with the chef saying, this is not what they wanted. Then coming back out to be like, oh, is there anything I can do for you? Are you guys okay? You know, like I couldn't do that by any means. I'm that person that like shows what's going on, like right on my face. So she, I think that that alone shows the professionalism because most people can't do that at the end of the day. They, they would show and be in a bad mood and treat people 
exactly what they're feeling, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, when um, you, or oh, sorry, okay. no, you go. <laughs> well, I, when you watch the episode back, was there anything that surprised you as far as oh, we're on the same page? Katrina. That was going to be the question. Because <laughs> I know again, you know, with reality TV, of course you get to see the other perspective of the crew. Yeah. So you get to see what they say. What, was there anything that was just like, oh, that was mean that they said that about us or just, wow, I didn't know that was happening. No, I mean, I thought it was hilarious that like Kate had a huge, like, well, not a huge crush, but like she thought Dan was super hot. Oh, we We, we agree. We 100% agree. And then when my husband got on, you know, they're looking at all the pictures and then the one that they was like Ryan Gosling and they're like, oh, no, he's not like, like that was hilarious to me. Uh, but besides that, I mean, I just thought it was, I think we all kind of thought it was funny because all the guys and no one's gonna, I don't know, this is allegedly, but all the guys thought Eddie had a crush on me. And so, or like, would, would like, there was one night we got dropped off. So Dan and Ildico could get the massages. So they set up like a fire pit barbecue kind of thing for us. You don't see that, but that's like what they did. Um, and he would like come around and talk to me. So all the guys were like, oh, he's totally Indian. And I'm single, you know, so of course they're like, he's into you. And um, and then you see the episode and you're like, if you were, you're sleeping with somebody else in the other room. Like, what is <laughs> not that we were talking like that at all, but it's like those yeah. things you think of where you're like, um, excuse me, sir, that's not how life works if this is the case, because uh nobody wants all that. <laughs> yeah, that was gonna be my question was, you know, what were your thoughts when you watched the episode and was there anything that surprised you? I mean, I think I've never worked on a yacht, but I would think if you are gonna hook up with somebody, you do it off the boat. You don't do it off the boat, you know, and I Maybe that's my level of professionalism, but I just think that's something where work is work and technically the boat is still your work, even if you're sleeping or off the clock. And if you guys were into each other, then you wait until you have your day off excursion and then sneak away, you know, but if I was Captain Lee and Kate and all of them, I think I would be pissed too, you know, because it's like what you're supposed to be sleeping eating or working that's literally your job even the normal people on a yacht that is your job that's why you make so much money is because you don't have that much free time but you're also not spending any money because you're getting you know all your food and conditions paid for so I think that was my biggest thing was just like so they disrespected the boat (laughs) and the crew to me too because it's like no offense, but like if I was doing laundry and I found out you slept together on top of there, I'd be like, what the heck, man? Nobody else wants to touch that. You know, <laughs> want to sanitize this whole thing because we don't want to. If this was our house and we did it on our laundry machine, that's different. But like, I don't touch your things. <laughs> so I have a question about production. Did they stay on the boat with you guys or did they leave like at the end of every no, night? Yeah. So, well, they have crews that like switch on and off because obviously you can't work people like Mm -hmm. all day long because they from the moment you wake up till the moment you go to bed you're being filmed mic'd um all that like you literally have to tell them I'm going to bed to get your mic Mm -hmm. taken off or like potentially if you're like I need to go to the bathroom so you're going to turn this mic off (laughs) you know like you literally have to like say something um but I would see at times where they have like the the smaller boat 
drop the tender, yeah. yeah, the tender, and then and then change up. See, you guys know blow deck better than I do. I don't even have the lingo anymore. That's how long. <laughs> well, we've also been obsessed with it, and you know, so we cover it on our show. So, um, um, so so yeah. Do they sleep with you? Like, I mean, do they sleep on the boat? I guess. I don't know. I, I mean, I could be wrong, but I think they sleep. Uh, production sleeps where the guests are sleeping at the same hotel. Um, oh, okay. So that would make sense. Like they sleep during the day. Come come out. And producers have to go talk to them. So they need people there, you know? So it does make sense when you think about it, of, yeah. um, that, that they have people on the same premise. And I know that when, so like when my husband and I met and we're talking at the pool bar, there were times during the night that like Kate got off and came to the pool bar and ordered something. And like a producer, Eddie came at one point, I don't remember, I think maybe Rocky did too. Um, but I remember because producers kind of came up and they were like, you guys can't talk to each other mm-hmm. because my husband's group hasn't gotten on the boat and they don't want the crew to know anything about his group before they get on. Uh-huh. So yeah. There was, cause I think at one point I might've been Kate cause obviously she's awesome. And so I was like, Hey, oh, this is Kate. Like she's the, you know, chief stew, whatever. And I, if I remember right, once again, long time ago, had a <laughs> lot of pina coladas that night, <laughs> but I think a producer was like, this is a no, no, you know, like we appreciate that you guys all got along, but we can't let them like, we can't mess up their experience because uh, them knowing basically too much about them and them too much about the the crew so that, that makes sense, sense. Yeah. yeah okay before we move to the mediterranean tell me about captain lee you read my mind that was my mind <laughs> I love captain lee he's Lexi awesome. and i share a brain so <laughs> yeah he's totally awesome what you see is totally him he's super nice guy like i feel like he's that grandpa you know that like everybody wants because he's i feel like he'd be that grandpa who's gonna like make sure he disciplines you if you're acting like a fool, but also is like the sweet guy. So yeah, we, you know, I, I, same thing. I like his attitude because I feel like he's very, he'll let you have fun, but he's also no nonsense. If you're going to mess around, he's not going to put up with it. And to me, I respect that because I feel like we almost need more of that. Mm-hmm. In today's yeah, <laughs> for sure. For sure. Okay. So let's fast forward to, um, below deck Mediterranean. Now, the the this is the first season of the below deck mediterranean mediterranean spinoff so they had a few people that we already knew right so they put ben over there um and who else did they put over there that we were that was the only one was that the only one yeah okay um and whatever captain that is they did did away with him (laughs) and brought captain sandy in after that but so this is the first season of this Tell me how that came to be. Um, there on this one, I was sure to think was interesting. There's only the four of you, two couples, yeah. versus like six. Well, I can tell you how that happened. Yes. <laughs> so my husband and I were in Vegas for Olympia. It's another big bodybuilding thing because I had a couple of magazine shoots that weekend, and um, I remember I was actually on a shoot, and we get a call. And it's my husband's dad. And they said, we just got a call from below deck and somebody canceled last minute or basically something happened. And they want to know if we can be 
in Greece in three days. Oh, that's a call I want to get. <laughs> yes, yeah. I can be there in three days. So it was the same kind of thing. It was like, so are you guys free next week? And we like looked at our calendar. Same thing. It's like, I have a magazine shoot on Wednesday. Nope, I'm free. Can totally. <laughs> yeah, that sounds perfect. I've never been to Greece. Want to go? So this sounds great. Um, so yeah, so we literally, I think we packed up early from Vegas, rushed home, uh, repacked. And then <laughs> obviously the time difference just to fly over there, like literally, I think by the time we repacked, got on a flight, I think we maybe had like 12 hours over there. And then it was like getting on a boat and it was just, wow. was the production experience. <laughs> Was the production experience the same for Mediterranean as it was for the regular? So what was interesting about Mediterranean was we were told, and I always wonder like if I'm supposed to say stuff or not, I don't want to get in trouble. Don't sue me, Bravo. Um, But I, we were told not to mention that we had been on regular and they wanted to make this two completely different shows and basically which I thought same thing it was funny because to me I'm like we have a great story like this is interesting yeah. like and then they 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 referenced your previous right funny yeah because they did tell like I remember this conversation very specific because um I, I had said like can we can we celebrate our anniversary which they like totally made fun of on that but at the same time like, we're gonna talk about <laughs> we're young we're you know new we're like we that's just what we're doing um, and she said, you can tell them you want to celebrate your anniversary, like the producer, you can tell them you want to celebrate your anniversary, but you cannot tell them that you met because of below deck, you can say you met on a yacht, but I'm like, that's not interesting. Like nobody can relate to that. Nobody's gonna, nobody's gonna care if we say we met on a yacht. They're like, great for these two. You know? Right. Um, so yeah, it's that was like, storyline though. It's, it's such, such a good storyline. <laughs> What I thought, and like I, that's why I say it's so funny that this is like the first time in like eight years to twice in one week that I'm talking about it. But I was like, this is like, how often can you say our story? And not a let, not only that, but like meeting on two sides of the United States and then like living together a month and a half later. You know what I mean? That's but, like the universe. That's <laughs> cosmic universe working there. Yeah. Um, yeah so so the there's the two couples the two of you guys and um the thing is they're going to celebrate your seven month dating anniversary now you say on the show that you guys celebrate your month anniversary every month i know they make fun of it and and in some ways i make fun of it but i also friggin' love it i think (laughs) it is adorable you know what celebrate you're on a yacht celebrate your seven month anniversary it was Valentine's Day and you didn't get a real Valentine's Day. Let's do it. You're on a super yacht. Why the fuck not? Right. Exactly. And you know, what's also funny is I feel like if it wasn't for that, we would have had nothing because like nothing was requested. Nothing was like, I think besides jet skiing. Um, and then I think maybe doing or we're like, we jumped off the cliff, which they show like two seconds of like nothing was really done. So I feel like if it wasn't even for that, you wouldn't have even had a storyline on, on our thing. And I was just doing something we always do anyways. So, um, and it's not, not like, like crazy couples who still do it eight years later. Like we did it for the first year and then, and then we don't do it anymore. But you know, <laughs> I, to me, like my, so my, no, a lot of people don't know too, when I first met my husband, he lied to me about his age. He's four years younger than me. So when I first met him, 
he told me, well, he asked, I asked how old he was. He asked me how old I was instead of just answering. So I told him I'm 26 and he goes, oh, I'm 25. So, you know, I'm thinking I'm dating a 25 year old. Well, little do I know two weeks later, I find out I'm dating a 22 year old who thought I wouldn't talk to him because he was so young. So once again, going back to the Mediterranean, I'm dating a 22 year old. Like this is kind of what young people still do is they, you know, I'm like, he told me he loved me in two weeks. We moved very, very fast. We are in that puppy love stage, you know, where you want to be with each other. Well, we still, we like never apart, but want to be with each other 24 seven. If you add that into the context, it kind of makes a little bit more sense when I'm dating a 22 year old. Um, I would have never thought he was 22. Now that you say that. Yeah. Neither would I. (laughs) Yeah. I'm like, oh, okay. All right. Right. (laughs) Get you you some cougar. Like, no, you were like 25. Like it's 27. I I gave him so much crap the year he turned 25. I was like, oh, you're finally the year, the age that you turned 25. That's awesome. Finally the age you said you were. Um, okay, so you get onto this new boat that now um at the beginning of the season they talk about so you're on episode five in this season, or is it episode six? Six, only because I just six. watched it, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the beginning, like the stews and stuff, they're talking about kind of like how kind of old and outdated the boat is. Is that was that your body? Yeah, gaudy so, and I mean, once again, it's not like I get to do this all the time. So to me, I'm like, this is awesome. But still a fantastic um, mega yacht. But. Yeah. But when we saw the boat, I think on season, it's either season two or season three. We stopped kind of watching after that because we had a baby and you know, you get no sleep. But um <laughs> we I think it was season two or season three, and we saw whatever it was, but we were like, man, we got jipped. <laughs> <laughs> the boat was like so nice, so modern, all white interior, you know. Um, but I mean, at the time, once again, we're 20, 26 and 22. And we were just like, this is amazing. Yeah, um, I mean, it's, it's still a pretty nice yacht, right? It's still amazing. better than my craft room that's got boxes <laughs> and plastic furniture in it. I mean, <laughs> I mean, it definitely, yeah, same thing. Like it's, I think for us, you know, we've gotten to do some really cool things in our lifetime. And so it was one of those things where we got on the boat and they were like, this is, this is amazing. You can always look back and see what somebody else has and be like, way nicer. Yeah. But at the time we were like, this is, this is awesome. Yeah. So, and once again, these people are on boats all the time working so for them they've seen what boats have and what don't so mm-hmm. it's easy for them to be like this boat is awful and it needs updating where for somebody who doesn't get to do this all the time or this is their one vacation a year because there's totally people who do that then right. it's going to be the best thing they've ever seen in their entire life <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah um now you 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 didn't strike me as being high maintenance guests on the la- on the first one or this one at all um but you talked a little bit about preference sheets and stuff and now you did that again um did we request protein this time the right kind of protein I what did we, we do raw protein in <laughs> baggies like i'm i once again could be wrong but i'm pretty sure because my husband was like total workout person at the time too and i think we bought individual baggies of like one serving of protein in each one and we gave them to ben because we were like (laughs) we want protein shakes we weren't going to deal with this again so 
Like, here's our protein. Was Ben cool? Yeah. Super cool. Tell us about Ben. I seriously have a huge crush on him. I yeah, no, he was same thing, exactly how you see. He was totally like funny, quirky, great cook. Um, he to me it was definitely one of some of the best meals we had ever eaten. Um, and we don't get to communicate with Ben as that much besides like the beginning, because other than that, you know, it's not like you're just going down to hang out in like the galley or anything. Um so I probably had like the least amount of interaction with him besides the very beginning. The only thing that we had with Ben, and it's not even a negative to me in my opinion, but we at one point went down there and we had had like truffle on like every meal that day, like breakfast, lunch, and dinner. And so I think by the next lunch, the next day, I, my, I, you know, I was like, I'm not going to be a bad guy. You need to go do it. So I missed my <laughs> husband and he was like, can we like, maybe not do truffle on like the next on everything. Know, <laughs> yeah. The next meal. And he was like, yeah, totally. It's just, I got some that were fresh, like actual truffles, not just wow. like oil. So I yeah. was trying to, you know, obviously give you an experience, which we totally understood. Mm-hmm. Uh, but same thing, my husband and I, we like nice things, but at the same time, once again, we're normal people. So you just want a pr- good protein shake. <laughs> yeah, We appreciate you doing that. But at the same time, we just kind of want like normal food. So, so normal that at one point they like, I think it was Hannah and she thought we were so weird. So we were the last ones up and we came in and from, I think the jacuzzi or something. And I, we were like, we want cereal and she was like okay and she brings out this fancy smancy cereal that I've never heard of that's like so healthy and I was like no 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 I want fruit you guys (laughs) for breakfast if you want cereal and so we found like the little mini boxes that you buy like Uh they weren't gonna do it at first like she's like no no like this is what we have and I was like you're full of crap this is not what you eat for breakfast like I know that there's something in here and so we finally found the little boxes and we were like just give us some milk give us some spoons and I think she was just like who are these people (laughs) not used to that tell us about Hannah um so I liked Hannah but I felt like she was very not personable However, looking back on the episodes and like all the trouble Danny had been getting in before, I don't know if they were not talking as much because of what had just happened with him interacting with guests. Because we all at one point were just like, do they hate us? Like, what is happening? Like, we would try to engage in a conversation and it would just like, how is your day? Good. And like would walk away or do you good? Do you need anything else? And we would just be like, what is going on here? You know, because once again, we don't look at ourselves like you are the hired staff, you know, like do not talk to us. Uh, And for those who aren't aware or may not know, like Lexi, you didn't get a chance to watch the earlier episodes. There's this whole storyline happening where Danny is getting a little too close to the guests and they're having problems. They're having problems with it because he can't figure out that line between flirting and being personable and then actually like hooking up with the guests type of thing like he he's too young to understand where that line is so they're having a lot of problems with that so you see that on the episode same question about this episode looking looking at the episode back yeah so looking at the episode back I 
was like, Danny was the one who talked to us the most. (laughs) I remember watching it back and I'm thinking, dude, you just got in trouble for all, like, and obviously once again, we don't know. Like, it's not like they're giving us the 411 that this is just what has happened and we're dealing with something like they they can't like tell you this uh, because they're supposed to not get you involved, obviously, in the crew dynamic. But looking back, you're watching and you're like, they literally just told you to like stop talking to guests so much. And we had a conversation with Danny. They don't air it. We had a conversation with Danny saying like, like, hey, how come nobody's talking? Like, how come nobody's like interacting with us? And he stands there and talks to us for 20, 30 minutes. Like, yeah, I don't know. Like, this is my personality. Like, I like to talk to people. (laughs) And so you're looking back and you're like, but you should have been the one to be like, well, we know we're the crew. You're the guest. Like, we're supposed to give you your space. This is your, like, you could have made up such a story that we would have been like, oh yeah, like, you know, makes it like, is this your vacation? So we want you to enjoy yourselves. We don't want to be, you know, in true, whatever it is. Like, I feel like those people could BS their way out of probably any situation if they really wanted to. Right. Um, but he doesn't, he stands there and talks to us and I can, only imagine that he finished that conversation and then the crew was just like, dude, what are you doing? You know, like, why are you standing there talking to them for 30 minutes when we have this, this, and this to do? Um, so yeah, that was like the big thing looking back that I remember. Um, the blonde was- guy, Brian. 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 The blonde deck guy who was in charge. Oh, yes, I remember now. <laughs> Frat boy. Yeah, I remember now. Was he the one in SAE? Yes. Yeah, yeah, I was in Delta Gamma and SAE was like a, yeah, I know a lot of SAE guys, but I was like, I oh, a lot of SAE guys too. He is something else. Yeah, Take tell me like about him. him. I don't remember having that much interaction with him I feel like when we did have interaction with him it was very just okay professional um I do think that because we were so last minute they could have tried to set things up for us more of like let's you know, it's not like we had a huge, we didn't have a huge preference sheet or anything like that because we found out three days before and you only had four people Mm -hmm. yeah and so I don't think that I think in Brian's mind is like, this is an easy one. Let's get through this without having to do that much work instead of like making it this spectacular. Yeah. Incredible. Go above and beyond. This is the least amount of work because of four people that we're ever going to have to do. Um, I think it was let's coast through this Mm -hmm. and, you know, get a break or whatever it is. Um, I feel like that's the only thing I can really say uh we did go snorkeling at one point (laughs) and I remember telling my husband I was like I'm looking at rocks why are we snorkeling snorkeling here (laughs) there was no fish there was no like there was there I don't know why we're snorkeling like I might as well sunbathe I don't know um so that was like the only I just kind of remember thinking like you know for it being Greece even if you like dropped us off somewhere that we've, you know, that's super special because we don't know where we're going. Right. Um, super special saying, let's go have, like, why don't you guys have lunch here and then we'll pick you up or go see these things and, and then we'll pick you up in two hours. Like, I don't think there was any effort put on that kind of 
kind of thing. But once again, I don't know what production is. So maybe they had everything planned for these people. And then we stepped in and they're like, I don't know what we're supposed right. to do. <laughs> um, which one was better? Because on the first one, you had Chef Leon. So that's eh. But you yeah. had Kate and, every, and Amy Joe and every, and all that and Captain Lee. And then Med, you're in Greece and you have Chef Ben. Those things are great, but eh. yeah. I mean, obviously, I feel like I'm obligated to say men because I had my husband on it. Um, but like <laughs> in a real, if I had like to make the perfect scenario, I would say first, first season regular swap Leon for Ben and then have, have my husband on it and same guests, just add my husband. Okay. Because. I just remember us like laughing and talking and like just doing so like at one point it was just like me, Laura, Kate and Amy, like sitting around the bar just talking. And I, I think that it was so much more relaxed for being upscale vacation that it just felt like I said, you were just hanging out with a bunch of friends. Um, Can I make a request? Yeah. I would like for you guys to do that on sailing yacht. Oh, to the are you talking to the producers that are? Uh, well, I'm you know they obviously you know, Pamela obviously has connections and her her husband's father and everything. Oh. You've done reggae OG, you've done Mediterranean. I haven't watched Down Under or Adventure yet, but I love 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 sailing yacht. My husband would be down for adventure because he's like the adrenaline junkie. I'm more of like the, can you get hurt? I don't know if that sounds so great. Like um, I would sit on a sailboat off the coast of Santorini. That would be nice. Yeah. Yeah. So, I mean, I he would be like down if they called tomorrow for adventure. Um, the sailing one, I don't know. When I see like that they're turning and then like everything's just sliding, I'm like, that doesn't look fun to me. I don't know. <laughs> but it is. It is fun. It is. See, I, mean, I, just, I don't know. If I was on it, I would like change my mind. But just why? Well, I remember watching the first few episodes, and I was just like, it "Doesn't it doesn't quite appeal to me?" But once again, I haven't been on it, so I right. have no clue what it's like when you're actually on board. And you don't. Once again, you don't see everything, so I'm not right. seeing what everybody else is seeing. Um, but well, adventure, we, adventure would be perfectly acceptable as well. Either yeah. one, any of them will be fine. I would love to see you guys on again. They can, because, um, ren- since they made fun of us so much for like our anniversary, we can do like our fifth year vow renewal on Blow. Oh my God. Now, I would watch my that. Son can be the ring bearer. He can walk down. I mean, I'm down here for it. <laughs> 1010 <laughs> would watch 100%. 100%. Like I said, you guys are not, you guys weren't like high maintenance guests, but you were in, you know, you're interesting. And I got to say, easy on the eyes to look at, right? Like all of you. Here's what's funny is if we had to do a vow renewal on there, you know, they would hate it because it would be like, we have to do what to set <laughs> up? Like, what do we have to bring? We have to do an efficient, we need flat. Are you kidding me? Like, I can only imagine the crew drama that would happen if they like handed over the papers and they're like, they're, the captain's reading it. Well, they want to do a, a fifth year vow renewal on, and they're like, five years, that's nothing. Why are they even doing <laughs> I can hear it already. <laughs> I think it was fantastic. Now, I don't know. I was going to say, just having been on these, change your view about 
people who the like yachties who who work there like did this change your view did this educate you and be like oh i had no ideas yachties were doing this or you know this I mean, was their lifestyle or i totally didn't know what they did beforehand so that i think i was just educated fully on but i've told so many people like young people I'm like, do not go to college. Literally, if you want to make some money and like set yourself up for life, I've I've even told my husband and I have had this conversation, like if Aiden was ever like, I don't know what I want to do because let's be honest, most 18 year olds don't. Right. I'd be like, go travel the world on somebody else's dime. What? <laughs> Save all the money instead of paying for some stupid apartment and working a job that you barely make anything on. Do that for like two or three years. So you really get to know yourself while saving money and seeing things that you're never going to see in your entire life. And then come back and let's use that money to like open a business or something like that. But I I love it. That should be everybody's thing right out of high school because it teaches you work ethic. I mean, I started working when I was 14. So I feel like, and like multiple work ethic has been ingrained in me my entire life. I feel like becoming a mom has been like my first relaxing <laughs> time, which is <laughs> relaxing, but like not working 24 seven. Um, so like, I think that should literally be everybody's thing right out of college, because I, I think there's so many beautiful things to see in the world. And when you see how other people live as well, it, you'll come back with a whole new appreciation of everything that you should appreciate in life. Um, and it gives you a taste for, let's pretend if you like the finer things in life and you're working on a yacht, you are going to have that drive from there on out to be like, well, I want to be on this one day. I want to be able to afford this where, you know, sometimes I think it just takes seeing something for somebody to get that, Mm -hmm. you know, hunger and, and what I think so many people, if you weren't brought up, like I definitely wasn't brought up this way. I hear some of the stories about my husband's upbringing that I'm just like, you did what? For New Year's? <laughs> like, I think I went to bed at eight that night, you know, cause I had to work the next day, whatever. <laughs> um, but when you, you don't have those things and you see it, it like sparks something in you to be like, I'm going to do better for my family or my generation or whatever. So I just think it can be an amazing setup for life that let's be honest, most careers aren't going to give you until you've worked your way up the ladder. And most careers aren't going to give it to you where you can just save every dime right yeah. without having to pay out rent and utilities and all these other things too. Well, mm-hmm. that's, fan- that's uh, you know, I mean, that is, that's a fantastic life advice <laughs> that, um, that I think, um, everybody, you know, can, can, can use. So there, so there's our, there's our, our life coach advice (laughs) coming from the broadcast. Be right back. And now back to the broadcast. Well, I know I've been following your noble critters. I, and I'm sure you wanted to talk about that. I know you have to go, but I wanted to get that out there because I know how important it is to you, but your foundation, if you wanted to talk about that. At all, or? So Noble Critters is a nonprofit 501c3. And um, we basically accept in-kind donations, but we also sell apparel that you, if you purchase it or do an in-kind donation, we donate 100% of profits to our animal sanctuary partners. So um, I don't take a paycheck. My, you know, we're a nonprofit. So my board, we have a board, but they don't take a paycheck. It's literally just to 
give back and help the animals. So, um, you know, I know a lot of people are skeptical with nonprofits nowadays because they don't know where the money is going, which is exactly why I was like, nobody's taking a paycheck because I don't want to deal with it. I don't want to deal with the drama. I don't want to deal with, you know, how much money is people making? So, um, What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. If you know, if you have a little soft spot for animals, every, you know, purchase or even sharing us, if you can't afford to purchase or don't want anything, sharing us, following us, anything like that really helps. So... Awesome. Awesome. And we can um, link that down below. Um, it's been I add one little thing really quick. Okay. Okay. So same thing. A lot of people won't know, especially if they only follow Bravo, but the Bravo casting directors are what were the Bravo cast. I don't think they're the same anymore. Um, cast me and my husband after we got engaged for a show on CMT. So like these people full circle and then we were on a show on cmt called bachelorette weekend okay and, my husband and i are having our bachelor and bachelorette joint weekend on cmt so we've literally besides our wedding and having our baby have had our whole, <laughs> really our whole everything has been on tv <laughs> i'm gonna have to watch that i saw that in your you know your information and I was like wait what is this but now that you said it was yeah. your husband on there too that's so cool yeah have- so and what's really funny is that you'll have to watch it and then like DM since we dm'd you'll have to dm me because we talked about bravo and how they were this was like such an eye-opening experience of how real reality is because we had the crew from Jersey Shore. We didn't know that at the time. And they would go and tell my husband something that wasn't quite true. And then come and tell me something that wasn't quite true to try to get drama to happen. And none of us knew this is how good they are. None of us knew this was happening until after we were completely done filming and we could talk to each other. And like the whole way on the flights home, like we're all talking to each other. They told you what? They told us this. What? Are you kidding? Like, and it it was- did it work? Their little lies to each other, to you guys? Did it work? Well, it create the drama. The spark? one of the couples that is with us is no longer married. <gasps> no. <laughs> okay, then. Yeah. So when I tell you, like, it gave us a real taste of like how real reality is. And don't get me wrong, there was like, first of all, the girl's amazing. She's one of my best friends. So it's not her. But um, that when, like, there were other little things happening that he just kind of showed his true colors. But when um, when I say it was a real taste of reality, it's like, oh my goodness, this is what, like when you see other reality shows and what they're doing, because we only know below deck. We're used to mm-hmm. what you see is what you get and, you know, all that. And it was like, nope, not anymore. Well, and we, were well, like, we started oh. in the 90 day fiance world. And the reason we're called the fraud cast is because we were uncovering that exact stuff. We were pulling the curtain back. Oh, really? On that in the show because it is so scripted and so like, oh, you know, these people have actually been married for two years already when they get married on the show, like that kind uh-huh. of thing. So, you know, where we're at now, now we've moved and we've shifted to other, you know, sort of a different focus, but it is kind of where, you know, where reality gets real. Like this is what we're trying to find out, you know, like we yeah. know 
you have contracts, we know there are NDAs, we know all this stuff. There's certain things that can't be talked about, and I get that. But this kind of stuff, I'd love, I'd love hearing this. I'd love hearing all these little behind the scenes snippets and that Kate is as cool as she was. And and yeah. I don't know if your husband can talk about or you can talk about your husband's experience with the grenadine and oysters, you know. Like, <laughs> I mean, what? <laughs> I mean, I think that it literally gives you such an appreciation for the show, knowing that like they're not doing what we experienced with the Jersey Shore crew. Because, <laughs> the Jersey Shore crew. <laughs> like the fact that they have the number one rated show on Bravo and not doing all of those things just shows what a good concept that they truly have. Because if you don't have to do all that to get, you know, the, the what you're getting then that that's amazing we're like yeah. we were on this show being like this is wild you know this is you know I don't even I don't even know how to describe it but just we were it was one of those things that makes you take a step back out everybody says they want to be a reality star and I think when we got off that we're like well would we want to do that if like the opportunity ever presented because that was a lot <laughs> you know and that was like a week worth, not even like months worth, you know, it's like, you have to take a step back and like appreciate what some of these people go through. It's like great that they have fame, but like, would you really want to put up with all that? Because I don't know if I would have, you know? So does that mean there's not going to be a real housewives of Phoenix? (laughs) Um, okay. So I'm not going to say never because you just never know, but I, was in the process of casting for another show on Bravo. Not going to say what it is because I don't even know if I'm allowed to. Okay, Um, fair enough. And I was all the way, well, from what they told me, I was all the way to where producers were watching the tapes. And then I found out I was pregnant. And so it was very much kind of that thing where it's like, okay, well, you can let us know when you're no longer pregnant. And then we can like maybe... Get back they didn't to this. want pregnant Pamela. They want well, it makes sense though when you think about it because you know you're not drinking, you're not probably yeah. gonna go out as much, you're gonna be talking about the fact that you're pregnant 24 after being pregnant. I realize that you're gonna talk about the pregnancy or your symptoms the entire time. So it does make sense. And looking back, I think it was like the biggest blessing ever. Um, but yeah, it you know, I'll never say never. I think if if the right opportunity presents itself, then I would, but my family comes first. Absolutely. If it was ever, you know, I think there's a lot of people who are willing to do stuff to be famous. And I'm at the point in my life where if it makes sense, then amazing. But if it's ever going to like, you know, tear me and my husband apart or, you know, make something happen with my son that I don't don't know, I'm just throwing something out there, then I would, it just would be the time to like step away so you know I'm still like doing things here and there it's just uh you know being on set away from my son 12-15 hours a day just does not sound enjoyable and so I pick and choose what I want to spend my time on and what I think would be worth it like this so. No, well, we are so grateful that you chose yes. that you said yes to our little podcast because I, you know, like we said, we're obsessed with below deck, all things below deck, and you are just the cutest thing. Like you're yes. gorgeous and your hair is gorgeous and and 
you know, you don't have bad extensions or anything like that. Like some of the people <laughs> that have shown up, some of those charter guests and their extensions were not great. I'm just going to Those were not my extensions on the first season. <laughs> you might have dark hair on there, but I have brown hair, not black hair. So just <laughs> out there, but went down somebody else's pants were not mine. Oh my God. That was so funny. Oh, no, it's funny because I have like the same extent. Well, I, they look like the, the Bellamy or whatever, like clip-ins yeah. that I have, like when I had black hair, but now I have a Zimmer black hair. I was like, oh, those look like my extensions. Look <laughs> I feel like I have to put that out there because there was only two people that it could have been and it was not me. So <laughs> say that. I was, the thought I had when I saw that scene, I was like, those are some expensive extensions. Like, I bet she was mad that she left him there. Yeah. Like, right? I like, mean, I would have been. And you know, also, like, I would have also been like, why are you putting my extensions down your pants? Like, what if I, was, I was like, ew, gross. What if I asked for those back the next day and production got the, what I was really wondering was, did she ask for them back and then they found them and gave them to her and they she didn't know until she watched it. That's what I was wondering. <laughs> I always wonder what the charter hair. guests think about the episode when they watch it back, when they see some, I mean, some, because some of the charter guests, like you said, are just out there, right? Like, and do they realize they're being assholes? Probably not because they're just like entitled and feel like they have all this money, they can act this way and whatever, they're on TV. They're do you know some some of them are you know just a little high maintenance you know. <laughs> and yeah. I always wonder what they think if they go back and watch. And then I think oh they're probably like above it. They're not going to watch it because you know yeah. reality TV is below them. But you are on the show. I don't know. <laughs> well, I think there's just so I think there's like two like types of people. Like I said, there's the ones who are just like, we're either like you said, they don't care. Like, Oh, I have so much money. I don't care what people think about me. Or I think they want to put on a show because there's a lot of people nowadays who do stuff to get famous. You know what right. I mean? So it's like, well, maybe if I do this, I'm going to be so well known that it's going to lead to something else or whatever. Um, where, you know, I, I'm never going to pretend like I've been fortunate to do some really cool things in my lifetime. Like I've been to the Super Bowl and like, you know, got paid to go for something and just different things like that. And because of that, I feel like my husband and I try to instill in our son now, like you need to be grateful for everything. And you need, like, we are, you will meet, if you ever meet our two and a half year old, like he says, please he says, thank you, bless you, all these different things, because I know that he, I mean, we're not super wealthy or anything, but we're, you know, we do well. And I want him to know that you need to be grateful. And, you know, when he's old enough, he's going to have to do stuff to give back or, you know, we're go to another country and like do things like that. Because if you aren't, if you don't have that ingrained in you and it can be so easy to lose yourself. And I feel like I was totally, you know, that person at one point, I'm not even going to try to pretend like I've been perfect and been polite my entire life, but it's so easy to go down the rabbit hole of thinking you deserve everything and, you know, being selfish, not being grateful for experiences. And, you know, at the end of the day, you whoever it is, they're still no matter how wealthy you are, you're getting to go on the show, which they don't let everybody. Cause if everybody did, they'd be filming 24 um, <laughs> seven, you know, all right. year long. 
And you you need to remember that. And at the end of the day, these crew are still people. And that's great if you're not happy with something, but you don't need to be a dick about it. You yeah. know, you I see I I cringe when I used to watch the episodes and people would just say, like, go get me whatever. Mm-hmm. So I yeah. feel like when we were on there and Dan and Damon included, it was, can you please get me this? Like, thank you so much. And all these different things, because right. that's just how you should talk to another person. Yeah. Right, you know? exactly. And it's I so love refreshing to hear you say that. I was gonna say it's really refreshing. Um, and I, I loved what you said about, you know, for your son, like, hey, if you're at this age, like go do this, don't go to college yet. Go and do this and go serve and go clean up the shit and go cl- serve people. Cause I mean, I'm of the firm belief, and I know Lexi is too, that everybody needs to work in the service industry at some point. Right. I did it. <laughs> I did it. Yeah. You know, yeah. we all did it. And then I think it's really important because it does humble you and it does keep you grounded. And, you know, going on a super mega yacht and you're seeing both sides, right? Like the super, super wealthy, but then you've got these basically broke college kids, mm-hmm. you know, that are tr- literally cleaning up other people's vomit. <laughs> to get a thousand dollars so that they can you know maybe purchase a car one day you know um and i think that the, i think that that's great i think it's a great viewpoint and um you are just a delight to watch on below deck and we did get more screen time with you on med so that was good and now we need you to go on okay fine do adventure it doesn't have to be sailing yacht <laughs> even though like gary and daisy and them like we played fuck mary kill with all them um and so that's how we're going to end this episode so from your two seasons of the crew you've got two se- two seasons of crew to choose from fuck mary kill oh um Okay, well, I will kill Brian. Brian and we'll just kill both of them. And then we'll marry Captain Lee. Oh, I'm that's what I said. That's what I said. Girls, and I feel like he's a gentleman. And oh, wait, but then I have to F somebody, and I don't really want to do that either. Oh. Oh, that's Ben. Ben, I know, right? Kate. Put him in the lady part. That's a hard one. Can't I just say that he's on the show and I wanna I wanna do it with him? Doesn't that count? Don't I get a pass for that? Sweet. You can do that. There you go. Okay. Well, he was oh your husband but i'm like thinking about even putting that in my head with somebody else and i'm like oh no i don't want to do any of that with any of them look your husband was on the show so we will we'll 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 accept that as an answer yay (laughs) Um, thank you again ryan and eddie um okay so um thank you again so much and it sounds like you would do this in a heartbeat if you do, you have to come back and tell us about it and whatever else you've got going. You got to keep us posted because we would love to follow you and uh, whatever else you may be doing. Uh, I just want to give you another big thank you, thank you, thank you for joining yes. us. Thank, thank you. you so much for having me. This was awesome. I loved it. Yay. Yay. So great. Thank you again. <laughs> Bye. Bye-bye. Bye.
hey, fraudcasters, you know, I used to find bras to be so uncomfortable and constricting. They were the first thing to take off when I got home. But Skims has changed all that. You guys know I love my Skims Fits Everybody t-shirt bras. I own them in just about every shade now. I wear them every single day when I leave the house. And they are completely worth the hype for the amazing shape and support they give. But what I was not expecting from them was how comfortable they are. Even the underwire bras that I wear all day, I barely even notice. Definitely not the first thing I take off when I come home anymore. Y'all, I'm a 36 double D and I've had a reduction and I've gone up and down and lost weight and gained weight and all the things. And the Fits Everybody t-shirt bra, I swear, fits me the best. I finally found a t-shirt bra that I can wear, but not only that, it is the best bra that I own. It holds the girls in so well. And let me just say, Hetero Life Mate really appreciates these bras too. Shop Skims Bras at skims.com, now available in 62 sizes from a 30A to a 46H. Plus, get free shipping on orders over $75. And if you haven't yet, please be sure to let them know that we sent you. After you place your order, select podcast in the survey and select our show, The Fraudcast, in the drop-down menu that follows.